Pastor Bill posted a great devotion. What was it? About 100 years ago? Or maybe just late last March? Kind of hard to remember right now. Well, in it, he said something about looking at the COVID pandemic and quarantine more like an endurance race rather than a 100-meter dash. He talked about running the 400, which, as an aside, I always wanted to run because that seemed like a sprint compared to the 800. But it seems clear to us now that we have unwittingly signed up for something much more, more like an ultra-marathon. And I know I am getting tired. And as I talked with my colleagues this morning, so were they. So I wondered, what is it like to run an ultra-marathon? What do we need to know to complete such a race? In searching that out, I immediately ran into David Goggins, who some say is the toughest person alive. I tend to agree after reading about him. He is the only person to have completed Navy SEAL training, U.S. Army Ranger School, and Air Force Tactical Air Controller training. He entered a race at around 250 pounds where he had to run 100 miles in 24 hours in order to just qualify for another endurance race. And he completed it without training and with horrendous injuries to his feet and legs, including broken bones, all in the name of raising money for fallen heroes. And he's continued to run those ultra-marathon endurance races. He holds various world records for physical feats And to top it off, found out several years ago that he has a congenital heart condition that has him operating at 75% of his normal. But the best part is, he hates running. (laughs) Yet he continues to do it to raise money and awareness for Special Operations Warrior Foundation. And exactly because it is hard and he hates it. In fact, one of his 10 motivational keys is to do things you hate every day. Did I mention he says he is extremely happy? I wonder why. Well, in his own words, suffering is the truest test of life. In fact, he says he isn't just training for races. He is training for life so that anything that might come his way, death of a loved one, difficult illness or diagnosis, and perhaps now he would include a pandemic, plus things that have happened in his past like being made fun of or called the N-word, that he will be ready or he will be able to process it because overcoming has become his way of life. As I was reading about this part of his life and his philosophy, I, I heard also the echo of Paul writing to the church in Rome. In Romans chapter 5, Paul says, Suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given us. Huh. Less than six degrees of separation between suffering and God's love. There's some comfort in that for this tired soul. And as I think about the road we have traveled and what may remain, there is one more of David Goggins' ten points that rings true for me. He says that we usually think we are at our limit when we have given about 40%. And by limit, he means absolutely exhausted and ready to throw in the towel. Yet, he says, and research backs this up, we still have 60% left to truly give. Considering we may be at 40% or even less through this COVID journey, 
That seems like good news as well. And while I can't personally compare the last few months to anything near the suffering of the early church or even the physical breakthroughs of David Goggins, this is certainly a time where weariness and impatience seem like they are winning. Yet we are invited, invited to set our sights on hope and to know that that hope is founded on a God who loves us through any test of endurance.